found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. Well, it is a Monday. And it's the seventh day of August. Here we are ready for Tidbits. And he is back. Matthew is back. Hi. Hello, Matthew. It's good to be back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it is. So uh, you were gone for a week. Uh-huh. You've got to fill us in on any wonderful uh, details that uh, occurred while you were gone. Okay, you ready? All right, here we go. Uh, not much. All right. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a recap <laughs> of Matthew's time off. At least you... Uh, <sighs> so, yeah, I mean, time. honestly, it was um, it was a weird week because... it. We, we wrapped up. The kids were in Sound of Music last week, okay, so we yeah. wrapped that up. And then it was Cooper's birthday. And then after that, it was like there's back-to-school stuff, but yeah, it was all, yeah. like, spread out. So we couldn't really ever do anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just one of those times off, but, uh, you know, you've got things to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's... So honestly, we really didn't do much there's always fall break you've got that oh i got fall yeah. break yeah that's <laughs> you've got that to look forward to that's a biggie yeah well nobody has won mega millions since april yeah. did you guys do this last week yeah oh you did yeah oh, oh it went over great just great <laughs> nobody has won <laughs> mega millions since april 31st so the jackpot because nobody hit the last go round mm-hmm. is now at one point five five billion. Billion? Billion. Dang. It could potentially be the largest jackpot in Mega Millions history. Man, someone in California is gonna be super excited <laughs> yeah, to win this. Was, <laughs> During the next drawing, which is tomorrow night, a record Mega Millions jackpot of about one point five three billion was won in South Carolina back in twenty eighteen. Hmm. If just one ticket claims tomorrow's jackpot, they would get $757.2 million in a lump sum. The odds of that happening, pretty good. One in 302.6 million. <laughs> <laughs> That'll work. Friday night's numbers certainly look like winners to me. Oh, yeah. 11, 30, 45, 52, 56, and a gold mega ball of 20. You have to pick a... See, I've not... <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how it works. Well, let's see. That's probably nobody's winning. We got red, gold, yellow. You know, it's like... Well, you had the chartreuse ball. Sorry. <laughs> so, We're looking for purple. I haven't played... Maybe, if I remember, I'll get a ticket, but probably not. So, <laughs> you don't have to worry about me taking it, necessarily. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Yeah, it is a lot of money. Life-altering. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Gosh. We had another uh, incident on yet another carnival ride. A six-year-old, a boy, hospitalized with traumatic injuries after he fell from a roller coaster at a Florida amusement park last week. Mm. He was found on the ground about 20 feet below the Galaxy Spins track at Fun Spot America near Kissimmee. The amusement park said in a statement that state inspectors found no problems with the ride 
and reported that it was being operated properly. The rides closed during the investigation, of course. Man. But, that, you know, that's been a number now that we've had yeah. kids being injured. And last week we had a roller coaster that stopped at its peak 200 feet up and stopped. Everybody had to walk down. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> just envision them having to slide down poles. And, no, it was just, <laughs> come on, you can do it. It's kind of like, you know, if you make that critical move, you're going to fall. Right. Come on now, you can do it. You can do it. <laughs> well, let's see. What else is... <laughs> I just think of uh, the Poseidon adventure. Mm. You know, having to swim through the, you know. Oh, you, yeah. You can do it. You can do it. <laughs> yeah, you know, this is um, only the 7th day of August. Okay. And even prior to this date, Halloween season's in full swing. Have you been anywhere to see that? Um, no. Candy's already on the shelves. <laughs> and the Jeez. viral Home Depot 12-foot skeleton... Is already selling out. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> oh, we can't keep him on the shelves. <laughs> People want that 12 foot skeleton. <laughs> now, how long is candy good for? Okay. And who knows if you're getting bags that are being put out that never got bought last year. Right. And it's not white chocolate, my friend. It's, it's just getting old. <laughs> And it's getting, you know, they, it gets discolored when it gets older. All right. So, All right, so Matthew will do What's some, the shelf life of, what do you want to look up? Candy bars? Candy? Yeah. Let's uh, go with uh, a chocolate candy bar. All right. Okay. How long do chocolate covered candy bars <laughs> at room temperature properly stored? Uh, they'll last for about 12 months. No kidding. So yeah. about a year. Hmm. So I guess there's no worries there. Uh, milk and white chocolate last six to eight months. Okay. Uh, pure chocolate can last two years. Wow. Hard candy. Okay, here we go. Has an indefinite shelf life. <laughs> which shouldn't raise any... I used to get some of that from my grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> now, I would, okay, so would, would you assume the hard candy would also be like, like Nerds Run, Skittles? You would think, that right? That sort of thing. Or are they just talking like like Werthers? And, <laughs> <are they? laughs> and got you a peppermint disc. Happy Halloween, or sport. Uh, what about those? Uh, what are they called? Uh, gumdrops. Gumdrops. Okay, so, yeah, so we're going back to the eighteen hundreds. Gumdrops. Hold on. Yeah, I went to the uh, the store. <laughs> And the shenanigans were... <laughs> yes, Mr. Shenanigans, could I, could I have some gumdrops? Mom would give me a nickel, and I'd buy a pound of gumdrops. Gummy candy... Here we go. ...is six months to one year. Okay. Now, this says hard candy up to one year. All right. So, it may not be an indefinite... Those, what about those lousy, uh, what are those called? Um, circus peanuts. Oh my gosh. Okay. The, what about, what are those? Uh, because they certainly don't have a long shelf life, do they? Circus peanuts. Surely not. <laughs> the candy. 
Okay. Okay, here we go. Spangler candy canes, safety pops, and dum-dums have a shelf life <laughs> of 36 months, while circus peanuts last for 18. No. 18 months. Can you imagine trying to bite through a nearly too old circus peanut? You know, uh, I'm really surprised they've not been forced to change the name of that sucker from a dum dum. Okay, you know, it's, you know, we're so politically correct well, now. You, you know, would you like a smart smart? Smart. Well, there's already smarties, so you got to be careful. Yeah. Okay. Name it, then we'd be in the courts. So um, there you go, some candy life. Since you're buying it already. <laughs> For the upcoming Halloween season. And it's not till October 31st. Right. And before that's done, then you'll start seeing all the Thanksgiving and Christmas stuff. So someone just texted us. Okay. The white stuff on chocolate is called bloom. Oh. It can even happen. It can happen even with fresh chocolate Mm -hmm. when it's exposed to temperature changes. If you put it in the fridge, then take it out, it will show bloom spots. There you go. All right. Thank you, Professor. And then we have another text. Uh, my daughter loves circus peanuts. She eats them when they <laughs> Poor get kid. My, my son was the same way. He loved them. And some people just do. You know, yeah. that's why they're out there. They yeah. wouldn't be selling them if people weren't eating them. Right. Someone you know, is. Yeah. Someone's eating them. They so. wouldn't manufacture them. Right. So <laughs> they're just not my cup of tea. We'll uh, take a break. It is 6.32. This is Tidbits. It's a Monday edition of Tidbits. Matthew's back after he was gone for a week in... Here we are. Here we are. Back together again. But um, naturally, <laughs> I was uh, looking here at um, some of our stuff. And um, here's the uh, second time in the past week a deceased widow has been interred with the wrong late husband at Florida National Cemetery. What? <laughs> The veteran cemetery first came under scrutiny last August when the cremains of a woman were mistakenly mixed with the wrong veteran's cremains. <laughs> so there we go. We, oh, oh, want to get away? There's a Southwest commercial. <laughs> oh, my. This summer, there was another mistake. A widow's casket was found in a crypt with the wrong late husband. How do they know? Like, how do they figure that out? <laughs> Probably somebody visits and they, well, that's... You know, I don't. I, I presume that's how they figure it out. But you can't. You can't see caskets. Maybe they put them on at the. You know, and again, I stay out of cemeteries as much as possible, <laughs> so I'm not a cemetery expert. Right. But I'm presuming if you're in a crypt, it identifies who you are. Okay. Yeah. And evidently, it was the wrong lady. Okay. They just a brief affair. <laughs> a Texas attorney who specializes in in cemetery and funeral home negligence. Wow. (laughs) 
Uncle Bub get planted <laughs> in the wrong place. Call me. Uh, called the mistakes horrendous. <laughs> VA press secretary Terrence Hay said the spouse, <laughs> the spouses had similar names. <laughs> well, it's close <laughs> enough. <laughs> uh, there are. <laughs> that'd probably be like you, you and Dave Lowe for real getting switched up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. There are no records of complaints filed about either mistake with Florida Division of Funeral Cemetery and Consumer Services. And again, some of these organizations. Uh, Laws for the type of alleged negligence vary from state to state. That issue is not covered by federal law. Now, how do you know? Okay. Okay. So... Last August, the cremains of a woman were mistakenly mixed yep. with the wrong veteran's cremains. So, how did they figure I, that out? I, I don't know. Well, there's two parts Mrs. Dunlop. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, Mom's ashes were way more whiter than this. Dad was a smoker. These were yellow. How do you, <laughs> How do you know? Are you, are you looking the? I don't know. Because let me tell you, man. We 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 um we cremated my dad. Yeah. And I never once, never once, got into the little box that he was in to take a look see. And I just trust that they gave us dad. You know what I mean? That's all you do. Yeah. You know. So how they figured this all out, I don't know, but. Um. <laughs> You know, maybe that's, that's not dad. That's Nestle Quick. What are you doing? <laughs> Charcoal briquettes. <laughs> we lost your old man. You know, that's, that's, just say it. Uh, you know, <laughs> they just use substitute stuff. That's some baby powder. <laughs> you see Mrs. Dunlop laying around anywhere? We lost her. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Here's a poor schmuck from Atlanta. Had his home demolished by the city. <laughs> and now they're trying to foreclose on the property to pay for the $68,000 it cost to demolish it. The whole time the paperwork <clears throat> had the wrong address on it. Oh, no. Oh, so no. this guy loses his house to demolition and they want him to pay for it. So you're going to have to pay for this. No. It's uh, just an empty lot now, <laughs> but the city demolished his house. Now the man has been served with a lawsuit from the city of Atlanta saying they intended to foreclose and take the property. Wow. In March, before tearing down the house, the city sent its notices that a city inspector found the house unfit for habitation to the wrong address. <laughs> Even the official demolition hearing notice was for... Walton Avenue, zip code 30314. But the man's house is on Lawton Street, which is in the 30310 zip code, about 1.4 miles away. Even after the problems were flagged to city leaders, the man got served with a lawsuit. The city is alleging that the property should be sold at public outcry unless one or more of the interested parties tenders the full redemption amount. That total amount with interest, more than sixty-eight grand in demolition costs. Well, of course, the guy's already filed a lawsuit uh, yeah. against the city and is uh, still stuck 
in the country system. I don't know what that is. I have no idea what that is. He only has... Must be, okay, probably the court system. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) He only has a few weeks to respond to the foreclosure suit. Gosh. What the heck? Man. This guy, I would think, would get a pretty good chunk of change. I would imagine. But um, you know, it's it's like here we have we have Broadway, we also have West Broadway. Yeah, you know, imagine a similar address, and we have the same zip code. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you imagine being in a city like Atlanta where your zip codes can be different. How confusing! And one point four miles away. Yeah, you know, it's a doesn't make any sense to me. That's how Kokomo is. They have two zip codes. Yeah, it's kind of weird, isn't yeah. it? Well, let's see. Now, real quick, though, speaking of lawyers, okay. me, and, me and the boy, we're driving around Kokomo. Okay. And he looks up and he sees a billboard for the hammer. Okay, yes. Okay. Oh, yes. The hammer, right? He used to be the heavy hitter. Yeah, now he's the hammer. <laughs> and he got all excited. He's like, yo, it's the hammer! <laughs> and I know... <laughs> he's like a celebrity. <laughs> and it's like... <clears throat> he's been a bit of a recurring, you know, theme on this show. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he goes, my, my son, 15, I follow him on TikTok. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Are you serious? He's like, yeah, he's great. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. Who'd know he'd be on TikTok? When's this guy have time to do any court stuff? You know? I don't know that he does. I think no. it's just, you know, his name. He's always standing up on a semi-rig or something. Yeah. Catching a hammer. <laughs> the hammer. Uh, <laughs> He got all excited. But he started out, he was the heavy hitter. Yes. He's always been looking for a witty title. Yes. And uh, now I guess he's found it he's with the hammer. He's got the hammer, so. Now this uh, important news, a new study found that microwaving plastic baby food containers release both micro and smaller nanoplastics. Researchers found just how much plastic was being released into microwaved baby food. Heating baby food in a plastic container in the microwave released more than 4 million microplastic particles and more than 2 billion nanoplastic particles per square centimeter in just three minutes. Mm. Of course, the health effects of all this are unclear, but you would think it can't be good if you're... Yeah, you would think. So beware of that. Why don't you just leave it in in the jar, the bottle? little baby bottle or jar, you know, that you get your Gerber in. Of course, it'd be, you'd have to use a mitten to get it, you know, you <laughs> leave it in there too long, you know. Well, you're not cooking it, and then, so it's you know, it's just like you're serving to your child at 200 plus degrees. <laughs> Here you go, baby, eat up. What's the matter? You don't like it? <laughs> what? <are> you... <laughs> We're going to put it in there for six minutes on high. <laughs> Six minutes. <laughs> it comes out all black and bubbling. And finally, it says nearly oh. three in four, or 74% of Americans, have a sweet tooth, even though half say they're worried about how it's affecting their health. A poll found a 41% view sugar as more of a treat or indulgence than part of their diet. And at the same time, over half are concerned about potential health risks associated with sugar. People's family health history and information they've read online may be contributing factors more so than insights from their health care provider. Mm. 
says added sugar refers to any sugars or sweeteners that are added to foods and beverages during processing or preparation rather than those naturally present in whole foods. So that includes uh, sugars like table sugar, high fructose corn syrup, and honey, among others. Hmm. Of course, consuming high amounts of added sugars can contribute to various health issues like obesity, type 2 diabetes, and heart disease. We all know that. Right. On average, respondents believe the maximum recommended daily added sugar intake for an adult is 5.7 teaspoons, close to the six recommended. The reality is that American adults consume an average of 17 teaspoons of added sugar per day. That's crazy. More than double the recommended. Wow. 17 teaspoons. Yeah. That's a lot. That is a lot. Of sugar. And you don't think about it. I, you know, most pe- I don't think most people really. Think oh no, about, no, absolutely. Yeah. And you don't think where you know you don't think certain foods to have a lot of sugar do. Yeah. You know, like ketchup. Yeah. yeah you know, barbecue you sauce. I mean, you don't think about it. No. It's just part of you know you're right. adding it. And there it is. There's another teaspoon. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, imagine consuming just seven I was just te- thinking that. Sitting with the five-pound bag and you're just shoveling it in. Just imagine. Ugh. Wash it down with some cola. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A diet. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Yeah. And That's crazy. I don't pay attention to that. I, I really don't. And, uh, you know, I'm sure we all should pay more attention. Yeah. But if, do you ever go to the store, all right? You'd need, what, four or five hours to go to the store. True. If you're reading every label of everything you're doing. Yeah. And you're adding it all. I mean, you know, you got a calculator. You know, are you doing that? Nobody does. No one does that. You might take a little extra time comparing prices, you know, but. Yeah. I don't know. To look at, late, you know, I, I got a terrible shock when. You know, restaurants added calories to their boards. It's like, good God, look, what am I doing? I gotta, I gotta like avoid eye contact with it. <laughs> I'm consuming four thousand calories in one meal. Uh, so, right there, you go. Some tidbits on this Monday. It's good to have you back, Matthew. It's and good to be back as always. And it's good to see you, people. We'll good to uh, hang out. <laughs> we'll do it again tomorrow. Be careful. All right, All All right. right. see you. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.